Hello. Um, today's guests on CEOs Reflect are Radwin and Doran from the CEO Collaborative Forum, and we're going to be talking about Chat GPT and its impact on businesses. So, as CEOs, this is going to be our viewpoint on how our organisations should use or might reflect on this technology. I'm Tony Wood from CEO Collaborative Forum, and let's hear CEOs Reflect. So I wanted to come, first of all, to you, Radwin. Tell me just a little bit about why this subject interests you. The, the ChatGPT, uh, why interests me? Because I think it's uh, achieved something really uh, phenomenal. Uh, I think it will definitely change many areas from research to innovation uh, to technology. And I think we have to be and it's also the curiosity. I'm, I'm really curious generally about any new technology. Interesting. Um, and Doran, yourself? I share the curiosity. Uh, um, I have a bit of a different uh, uh, view on that. Uh, I'm a scientist and entrepreneur, and, and I've been familiar with uh, artificial intelligence since the 1970s and i see this as a gradual uh, uh, um, improvement although ChatGPT now is for me very much at the point where google was when when they introduced something that was uh, um, a search machine that uh, fulfills it, its promise and and uh, um, I think ChatGPT can do more, and and uh, we will be using this in the future a lot. There's also been a bit of of uh, marketing about that, so they released it in a way that very fast, very many people began to use it. That's clever. Um, other than that, it's not basically tools that haven't been there before, they just uh, critically improved in a way that we now will all want to use them in the future. So where, where do we start with this? What, what advice would you give CEOs whose organizations are starting to go, hey, we can use this for marketing. And you know what, we can use this for writing our articles, writing our legal letters, tidying up content tidying up code, where do, you, where do you start? I think it's an excellent tool and people will be using this naturally because, because it's just uh, a productive. And, and the strongest suit for me is, is the fact that all of us do things that are suboptimal. And here's a tool that will streamline the stuff that we do. We write small pieces or we write uh, job ads or stuff like that and and here's a tool that will optimize it in a way that we don't will not want to not use this anymore we will have <laughs> to use it that's interesting we'll have to use it rad what what, yeah. what what do you think how do you find people should use it i i think first of all i mean just want to come that it's true that uh, in terms of AI, this is incremental, but what has been done generally the last few years in terms of text generation is impressive and it looks like a human. So whatever we want to say, 
uh, and uh, where does it have to start? It has to start in curiosity. That's it. because if you are not willing to be curious, if you are not willing to learn, you're not going to do it. I mean, as uh, as Deming used to say, uh, learning is not compulsory. Neither is survival. If we don't want to learn, but it's okay. So that that's the first thing. And that's for me the first advice is to be a learner. The second, I think it's definitely have to separate the tasks. Uh, so maybe actually the innovative part is not into the text generation. Maybe it's in something else. And we should not see the chat GPT or these tools as competitor, but they are actually helpers. They are uh, assistants. And as long as we, the first thing is... And we have still to learn when it comes, for example, to, to producing uh, a publication or producing an RFP or even code. That actually may be the part that is we thought that it is the most innovative, the one that we want to protect as a human because we believe that's the human part. Well, actually, it's not as that complex. And this is what ChatGPT has taught us, is that, hey, we believe that this part can only human do it. Well, no, maybe actually it's not. It's not as complex as we thought. And we should focus on something else, on more the emotional, more the, the intuition, more the other stuff. And actually the tools can even guide us into more our intuition. So it will be more collaboration between these tools and the human rather than competition. I very much agree. Uh, in, in biology and biochemistry, I see a lot of seemingly very complex uh, uh, forms that turn out to be, from this point of view of biology, turn out to be simpler than we think. For us, they look complicated, <laughs> while, while they seem very simple and natural. And some of the things that we deem uh, um, the pinnacle of our culture may be simpler than we think. And maybe uh, uh, it may be that tools can can help us with them because they're more basic than we think. And we will use tools for doing that. We use tools like Google to search things and we're not ashamed of searching things to the end of the planet because they're available via Google and, and this is perfectly fine. We don't need to go to, to libraries anymore. We don't need to have all the wisdom because we have the wisdom at hand. The same is going to be true for, for uh, technical tools like ChatGPT to, to solve things that we find out they're not our creativity, they're not our humanism. And, and if we find things that seem to be our humanism, maybe we need to rethink the concept. Interesting. So, um, wow. So, so this isn't really so much a technology as it is a cultural shift oh, yeah. in what it means to be human. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it is a social and, and yeah, definitely. This is a social impact. This is not only just about economy, it's going to disrupt. Uh, yeah, and that's not only about ChatGPT. That's the whole AI. This is a, this is a disruptive technology that will disrupt society and economy. And again, we should. I'm not going 
into all this uh, aspect that humanizes because we're not there yet. But, but I think we have to rethink. We have to rethink especially our education system. Because if we, are, if we keep teaching our kids to compete against robots, <laughs> they, they lo- they're already lost it. So we have, that we, and wow. that's, that's why, and it starts from there. Because you're asking where, where the CEOs have to think about it. Well, of course, they have to teach their kids <laughs> to think differently. It's the whole education system and ourselves. I'm not competing against robots. I am working with them. I'm, I'm trying to use them. And I want to say I am. That's, that's, that's the spirit. And therefore, we have to focus somewhere else. Wow. So, so this, is, this is an education issue. This is, so this falls right in to the CEO's complete remit educating leading the people leading the culture of the company so i mean this is this is a massive shift i mean and this has happened like that overnight i mean literally from nothing to tens of millions what 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 i mean how is there any kind of like bits of advice you could give a ceo for for learning this beyond curiosity I think beyond curiosity is definitely going to understand the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And again, also even the, the fundamentals of AI, uh, cutting the hype, uh, because today is chat GPT, tomorrow there will be another technology. So going yeah. by basic uh, to what is AI and understand that AI are actually nothing more, nothing less than uh, predictive machines. Uh, and therefore, where, where do predictive machines have the most impact is in decision making. And therefore, we have to separate, again, the task of what is uh, decision making, because this is going to impact their job, uh, because the, the, they are supposed to be decision making and taking uh, people, the, the CEOs. And we separate the prediction from the judgment. So far, the judgment is still human, because judgment is about payoff so and use this as a predictive uh, machines uh, and there's getting into the technology uh, necessarily not just being as a simple user that's with, because that's me and that's when I talk about curiosity is understanding that actually what are the fundamentals because when you look into chat GPT the technology behind it is very simple these are really simple elements but there are millions of that simple elements, and there will be billions of simple elements. And this is gonna not going to be used only in text. It's going to be used in, uh, in, in many areas. So that's, that's for me. Yeah, there are a lot of some good articles that start to, to, uh, to, to come. So I think people, we should read about them. And I think this, this is also something that we could do in COCF is gather these... Uh, papers, these documents, comment them and come and present them. And uh, that's for me the, the first thing I think is cutting the hype and separating what is hype, yeah. what is serious. Um, I think what is going to be necessary for CEOs is to rethink their operational preferences. Um, in, in the past, for example, we liked steam engines. And we hold, held on to steam engines for a while when they were already obsolete. But we can't predict, really. Electric cars were popular 100 years ago, 
but it took a while until they became actually a thing. So, so at some point, some of our operational preferences are going to be replaced because we find out that things that we like to do and we, we cherish because, because we think that they're our skill, our preference, our, our idea of what we are, will become obsolete and we will have to utilize other things and focus on other things and leave these things behind because there's machines that do that better. Wow. Okay. So not only do CEOs need to understand the fundamentals of what this is, because this is going to be a massive shift. And do you feel, I mean, there's going to be people who don't want to, and there's going to be people who want to, what will happen to the people who go, you know what, this is a fad. I don't need to understand it. I'm just going to carry on as normal. What, what, what do you think will happen to, to those businesses? I'm optimistic. Um, I've experienced in my life, I'm, I, I, I saw people reluctant towards technology, but I, I remember the older generation reluctant towards computers. And then somehow in the 1990s, ultimately everybody had one. Ultimately, yeah. everybody had a smartphone. Ultimately, everybody was skilled enough. And, and you wouldn't you, you wouldn't believe that these old people would give in finally and, and use smartphones, and they do, just everybody. So, so I'm optimistic that, that at some point this will take over when it has sufficient societal impact, when, when, it's, when it's going to be strong enough that you recognize nobody's against Google nowadays because, because it's a fine tool. So, so nobody is against using a telephone. Nobody is against using a smartphone because it's a fine tool. You can use it. Uh, the, there was a reluctancy towards using cards to, uh, versus cash. At some point, there's a shift, and people just get used to that, and that's it. So, yeah. so I'm I'm not so pessimistic about that, but there is resistance, of course. If, when you get the majority, when, when you get a critical mass of of users, then you will get there. And I think I, I've I've said before that the ChatGPT was clever in marketing. They made sure that they have a launch that that catches a lot at once, rather than crawling into society. Yeah. That was clever. Red, what do you think? I, and I, I agree completely with Ron. I think it will come, but it will come from uh, as bottom-up rather, rather than top-down because people will embrace it. Uh, and back to the CEOs, I think probably the whole role of the CEO will change. I think the definitely, again, that's what, what comes to me now, but it might, the focus will be more, because we keep saying, oh, there is a difference between leader and manager. Maybe this is actually the opportunity that the CEOs will become more leaders than, than managers because the management will be delegated. Uh, that's operational, that's mechanistic. Uh, uh, and then we can delegate this to machines and, and to, and the leadership is about this human interaction, human relations, about coaching, about motivating, about making people do things that they would not do by themselves. And, and, and if we embrace this spirit, then again, there was no competition because uh, anyway, the engineers, the developers, the, the doers, 
would embrace ChatGPT and the like, because it's going to be in there, whether they will do it openly or they will hide. If you ask someone to write code or to write an RFP or whatever, they're going to use it anyway. They're going to try to tweak the result yeah. to show that it's their result. But when it's become really accepted, everybody say, oh, well, actually, why aren't you using ChatGPT? Because that's going to increase your productivity rather than hide it. And it, and it will come like this. That, that's my that's, view. That's, no, that's really, really interesting. And, and so I think what, what can we in CEO Collaborative Forum do? Because obviously we've given some recommendations. What can we do to, to help people? Is this a, a follow-on session where we maybe break down some of these, the cultural, the people, the technology primer, that kind of thing. Is that something that, that, that we could do? Um, what, what do you think? I would actually even start from basics, having a really serious, going back to, again, AI, explaining okay. AI, explaining it from the economics point of view, uh, giving it again from the technical point of view, making the difference, cutting the categories and going to the fundamentals, and then showing... Uh, some examples of use because and these examples of use to show them actually well, you should not be careful you should not be scared uh, about uh, AI because actually some people are actually maybe even doing it <laughs> without knowing that they are doing it or their engineering are doing it without yeah because a lot of the tools most of, this is the problem is that every time we talk about AI it becomes a question of techniques and technologies rather than saying, well, actually, what is, what is AI systems? What are they doing so far? And where are they going in the future? Uh, and I think a series of that that explains and showing examples from technology to science, to education, uh, okay. to management, to even investment now, VCs, how they are using it. Yeah, because again, as we say, these are predictive machines. These are decision-making machines, so let's, or at least assisting in that, maybe it will help. Okay. Uh, and Dawn, do you agree? Is there, um, what, what can um, we do to help people? Well, one thing might be that uh, we show people that they already use that a lot. Uh, artificial intelligence is something that's that's a big part of our society of our decision making uh, in in science in in economy. Uh, the, the the new aspect here is that we have a tool that chats. This this <laughs> yeah. is funny. Uh, this adds a little fun to that. But the 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 information gathering, the decision making, the 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 organization of information that's already been there and we've been using this for decades so so uh, you know when the uh, human genome was sequenced we, we we thought well we've solved all the medical problems because now we have all the information well was it little, was a little more complicated? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it was a little more complicated but but it's it's a huge step um, of course and we're using that on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, we're constantly using these, uh, this information. Uh, it now adds a little fun that we can actually chat. But it, in content, it's the same tools. So, so there's nothing new about that. 
maybe it makes it a little more accessible to in in some fields that we believed it wasn't before so so we can we, we can sit in front of the chat gpt and ask a stupid question get get an answer i by the way think that um um not only the correct answer that ChatGPT gives us, but the only the, the, the simple fact that it interacts with us and and leads us towards towards finding our own judgment is enormously valuable. This has a lot to do with Plato and Socrates, and and I I uh, translate it into into something that um, some people know as rubberduck debugging <laughs> this is this technique where you where you put a rubberduck next to your computer screen and explain to the rubberduck your code because you know that there is a error in the code but you couldn't find it and you explain it li line by line to the rubber duck sitting next to the, your screen and while explaining you understand what's actually happening and this this rubber duck debugging is 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 a known technique for for programmers and is very similar to what we do in chat gpt we we interact in a way that where we can find our answers within ourselves which we already have already know but we need we need this interaction this is also by the way also what we do um, in in cocf where we interact for the purpose of interacting we can we cannot do it while sitting in our offices and talking to ourselves we need to explicitly word out things and then find what we are actually already knew so, so I think I think it's a very valuable tool, just because it's a chatting tool. But the information behind the chatting tool hasn't dramatically changed. It's yeah, the same. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, I mean, just to um, add something it, on this one, because please. actually, so far, I think ChatGPT and or uh, these categories of of technique. Uh, what we call LLM, large language models, they are actually more fluent than, than factual, because and this is because it's their design. This is the way how they are desi designed, because they are looking actually for patterns and statistical patterns. So they are more focusing on the style. So we should not trust yeah. everything they say, but the style is close to human, and it's impressive. And I think that's probably. The part that is impressive, not not that's independent. The uh, is it true or not? That that's a different question, because wow. that that will be based on the database they are trained on, etc., etc. And they're not. Yeah, that that's different. If you are if you are using this to produce knowledge, we should be careful. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think we could go to the subject of what is true, what is not. Yeah, Doran, help us. I, 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 so, I so absolutely agree with that. Uh, um, basically, as as players in in the economy, as as people in the market, we know that there is no absolute truths. Sometimes we're right because we prove ourselves to be right because because we win. Um, 
but it's not an absolute truth. And and this same relative truth is re- uh, is reflected via a chat that's human-like, and this uh, I, I very much agree with Radon. Goodness. So any final words of advice? Because this is, I mean, obviously, I would love to have you back to, to talk, maybe to break down some of the things that we've talked about. Um, so I'm going to cheekily ask you now, is that something you can do, Doran and Radarin? Awesome. Thank you very Definitely, much. Yeah. That's very Definitely. cheeky of me to do that on there. Okay. Um, so any final, any final words? Any final words from you, Doran? Use it a lot. Yeah. And okay. find Thank out you. Whether, you, uh, whether it pleases you. Yeah. <laughs> Short and sweet. And Radwin? Yeah, I, I would say exactly the same. If you haven't already used it, start using it. If you are using it, keep using it. And, and also correcting some of the facts. <laughs> That's how it will be corrected. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you both very, very much. And thank you for listening to CEO Reflex. And hopefully we'll come back with um, Radwin and Doran um, to talk more about ChatGPT and how to use these technologies as a CEO and a leader. Doran, thank you. Radwin, thank you. Thank you.